Welcome to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. I am your host, Sheila Cummins, and today we're talking about charging a fee for speaking. I'm going to challenge you listeners today with my views on charging to speak, and I hope that this sparks a really good conversation. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. What we're balancing here is the value of your time versus the value of being on a stage. I often see questions in women's networking groups about how much you should charge for speaking. I think it's a wonderful conversation, but I think that there's an opinion or a side to the discussion that is often missing in the feedback. Now, I need to be really clear and say that I value your time and you should value your time as well. And when it comes to speaking, I completely understand charging for your time. I think as a business owner, we need to push the envelope a little bit and ask ourselves some different questions while we're trying to figure out what to charge or, and here's where I have a wildly unpopular opinion, if not to charge. Let me talk this through with you. As a business owner, one of your best assets or one of your most powerful assets is to get new eyeballs on what it is that you do. One of the fastest ways to get those new eyeballs or to attract new leads into your business is by standing on stage and delivering incredible value. It's one of the fastest ways that you can build credibility and trust with a new audience. There's an energy exchange that happens when you're up on stage and you are speaking beautifully and you're sharing great content and people are taking notes and they're taking it away. They're taking concepts away and ideas away that they can immediately implement in their business or their life in order to make their world a better place. When we leverage other people's audiences, meaning when we have the opportunity to present to an audience that somebody else has spent years or, you know, decades cultivating, growing, building trust with, you know, offering value, bringing people who are going to enhance their experience onto their stage, I think that there's an opportunity for us to see the importance and the impact on us as a business, which far greatly outweighs what that person can most likely pay you to be on the stage. And so you have to ask yourself some some key questions here. And first and foremost, we need to differentiate between a professional speaker and someone who is speaking to other people's audiences to get exposure and to gain some new followers and for lead generation. As a professional speaker, meaning that is your job, you have done all the heavy lifting beforehand in order to build the credibility, in order to get on somebody's stage and get paid, and then you walk off. And it's up to the audience to come and follow you and opt in. When you're a paid speaker, 
it is really gauche or off key to do a promo or to invite people to your network beyond see you on Instagram or whatever platform your choice is. You are paid to share the content that's on your, on the stage. You are paid to, to provide a transformation to the audience of some variety that is of value to the audience. And so you're not up there then pitching. You walk off the stage, checks in your pocket, you're done. That's how a professional speaker works. If you're on the stage and your business would benefit from additional exposure to this person's audience, to the person who has put the audience in front of you, then I think you've got to think long and hard about what to charge for your speaking. Conference organizers will tend to pay really good money for a speaker who's going to draw an audience to their conference. This is a big name author. This is a big name speaker. This is someone who is well known and well established in their field. It's very possible that you're established within your micro niche or your field around you, but that doesn't mean that you're a huge draw to somebody else's network. It doesn't mean that other people have heard about you and are going to clamber to get a ticket to this conference simply because you're speaking. Now, I'm not saying that to put you off or to put you down, but I think we have to really understand what people are paying for when they're paying for you to speak at their conference. And here's where my opinion is sometimes wildly unpopular amongst entrepreneurs. If the biggest asset to your company at that moment is to have exposure and get new eyeballs and invite people into your network so that you can nurture and build the trust with them after you get off the stage, then I think you have to think really long and hard about charging someone to speak. When you're charging to speak, you know, especially if it's a small town, when you're charging to speak, you've got to be thinking about the audience and the platform that you're being given access to. There are many conference organizers that do not have it in their budget to be able to pay you a couple thousand dollars to go and stand on their stage, especially if you're not going to be a big name draw and people would be signing up for the conference simply because you're coming to speak. And you know who those people are. You've seen it. You've probably bought a ticket to a conference because of that person speaking. I know I have. I often want to wait and see who the big name draws are when people are charging a fair bit for a ticket. The thing is, if you charge, you know, $500 or $1,000 for a talk, you've got to be thinking about what the opportunity is on the back end of the talk. And if you have a proper opportunity to nurture and love on the new people that come in your community, and you have a nurture process, that is proven to convert super well for you into sales, then your job is to step on that stage, bring tremendous value and invite people into your community so that your nurturing and your marketing can do the heavy lifting for you. And if you're positioned properly, you will stand to earn way more than what somebody can pay you to speak. And so I think that when we're pitching ourselves to speak or we're being asked to speak, we've got to look long and hard at who that audience and what the platform is. And if it's of a benefit to you, then I think that you should be focused more on what you can use to draw people in 
Is there an opt-in or a lead gen strategy that you can put into place in order to draw people into your network? And if so, then what happens once they're in your network? And that, my friends, is on you. It's on you to have that sequence set up and developed so that it becomes a high converting machine for you. And if it's not set up, then it's really not fair to then charge an arm and a leg to come and deliver value to somebody who has, you know, put together this audience and is providing a real privileged opportunity for you to get in front of their audience. Let me be clear. I'm not saying don't charge for speaking. I'm saying sometimes the opportunity to be on a stage far outweighs what you can charge to speak. And so if you're starting to get asked to speak often, then that's amazing. If you're speaking to an audience that is not your people, it makes sense to charge for speaking because the marketing opportunity on the back end of that exposure is not there for you to convert sales. If you're being asked to speak to a large organization and provide training or some kind of strategic facilitation, of course it makes sense to charge for bringing that genius into the room. You're getting paid not to be marketing. You're getting paid to simply come in and provide the transformation in that moment. And so I'm going to challenge you to really think about whether you should be charging to speak on all the times where you're coming back and saying, I'd love to speak for you, but it's going to be a minimum of $3,000 to bring me onto your stage. Well, I understand that if you're going and speaking to a corporate audience where there's no marketing opportunity afterwards, or you're speaking to a small organization and you're in there to train or to facilitate, of course that makes sense. When you're speaking to another conference or to somebody's podcast where they've put blood, sweat, and tears to build up this audience, I suspect that it's more beneficial for you to get your name out there and to start loving on new audiences and sharing your value. And if you're speaking and if your talk is set up properly, it will be designed to draw people into your funnel so that you can be nurturing and converting them into your clients. The right people will come in. And so the whole point of today's podcast, my friends, is just to have you think and prioritize. What is most important for my company now? What am I being asked to do? Is this an opportunity that's going to enable me to have the opportunity for further growth and sales? And if that's the case, then do you really need to be charging top dollar or do you need to show up, give tremendous value and be ready to nurture and love on the people who come into your sphere so that you can then make the sale on the back end? I know that this is probably a controversial episode. You probably are not going to agree with me, but I think if you don't agree with me, then you've got to be hearing what my my differentiator here is. And I'm going to say it one more time. I'm not saying that you don't value your time. That is the number one biggest asset that you have. That is your number one biggest value that you bring is your number one commodity that you bring to your business is the time that you have available to work. The second biggest commodity is marketing. And marketing is going to happen through organic traffic, through paid traffic, or through leveraging other people's audiences. And my point is, if you're going to leverage other people's audiences, The benefit for you to bring somebody new into your sphere should largely outweigh the amount that you're wanting to charge to access that stage. 
I look forward to the conversation. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout-out on an upcoming episode, and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.